Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Happy Thursday, everyone. Just want to welcome everyone to another uh, Bible study session. This is your host, Brother Sean, and I'll be hosting tonight. And I just give God thanks for a new week, a new day uh, where we could come together and you know rejoice in his holy name you know god is always with us he's always good and his mercies truly endureth forever so before we continue on i just want to open up for anything else with a word of prayer oh lord our god of creator creator of heaven and earth lord we thank you for your mercies today, and for your love and kindness forevermore. Father, I bring to you us, Lord, I bring to you, Lord, our problems, our, our burdens. I pray, O oh God, that you will lift it up, O oh Father. Take away every distraction, every thought, every emotional pain, and um, every everything, Lord, that has caused your children to just uh, be distracted. I pray, Lord, you remove it now and allow, oh God, your name to be glorified. Father in heaven, I pray that you forgive us for our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Lord, we invite your Holy Spirit to lead out in this Bible study to teach, teach us of your scripture, Lord. Father, we are thirsty, spiritually thirsty, always needing you, oh Father. So I pray, God of salvation, that you will just allow your uh, your daughter, who is going to be doing the uh, Bible study tonight, Sister Diana, I pray, oh God, that you will touch her lips, you will reconsecrate her, you will cover her, and that you, O oh Lord, will speak through her, oh Lord, as an empty vessel. Father in heaven, I pray even for the those who are doing the South meditation, you will touch and anoint their voice for your glory, Lord. And Father, I pray as we talk about this topic O father of guarding the mind i pray O father that you will open our ears open our eyes and our hearts so that we may learn about our mind the frontal lobe and the war that is continually um, going on for our souls please O god teach us and have thine own way in your blessed and holy name we pray lord jesus christ of nazareth with thanksgiving i pray Amen. Amen. Brethren, I welcome you once again. Um, this is about the Christ. We have our Bible study. And tonight we're going to have it, be, uh, have it being done by our dear sister Diana. And But before that, we are going to have a song of meditation. And that's going to be, uh, our opening song will be done by Sister Hello? Isabella. Hi, my sister. Anyone on? Hello. Are you hearing me? 
So I was just welcoming everyone. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We had some trouble with the lines connecting. I believe um, you, you, they should hear us now. Our US audience, Sister Candy, can you hear me? Just to confirm, you yes. press star star? Yes, I can hear you. Praise God. Amen, thank you so much, amen. Amen, Praise God. amen. We are just getting ready to have our opening um, our opening song will be done by Sister Isabella. And our topic tonight is actually on guarding the mind. You know, the mind, mm. when you think of the mind, you think about the frontal lobe, you think about the thoughts, you think about decisions, and you think about the, 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 the two sides, you know, good and evil. You know, it, it's a very deep topic, and it's important, especially in the church uh, today how we could use the scripture to feed the mind and not only could spiritual things come from the scripture but we know there's a lot of other things that affect the mind such as the media uh, whether it be the music we listen to uh, whether it be the movies we watch you know halloween times coming up and we had a sister the other morning testify about um the 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 movies she was convicted to confess to the Lord that she used to watch during Halloween time. You know, when you grew up in the, uh, when I was growing up in the Caribbean, a lot of these things, me and my family would feast on because um, of the entertainment, the excitement, the adrenaline. But brethren, these all affect the frontal lobe and will definitely create havoc upon our souls in the long run. So we definitely um, are going to have um, a blessed time, God's will. And I just wanted to share a word um, as we wait for Sister Isabella. It is from Psalms 25. And may the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. It says in Psalms 25, verse 15, Mine eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the nets. Turn thee unto me, and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Oh, bring thou me out of my distresses. Look upon my affliction and my pain, and forgive all my sins mercy you know the word is deep and psalmist david he's very powerful not only was a man who himself fell but he recognized his own sins and you know he was a man after god's own heart we praise god for um everyone online i pray that tonight someone or all of us, rather, will all be blessed. And, you know, God's will. We may all have a discussion after the Bible study presented by Sister Diana. And, you know, we could all open up and just talk about uh, what has been presented. So at this time, uh, Sister Isabella, are you ready for the opening song? If not, that's okay. I just wanted to quickly 
open up the line for anyone Hello? who wants to share. Hi. Hello? Are you Hi, hearing sister, me now? Isabella. Yep, praise God. Oh, uh, okay. You now. Okay. Happy right Thursday, ahead. everyone. Today's opening song will be taken from hymn 290, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Oh, soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Savior, and life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of us will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. His word shall not fail you, he promised. Believe and he, and all will be well. Then go to a world that is dying. His perfect salvation to tell. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Turn your upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory. Thank you, Sister Isabella. Praise the Lord. We appreciate that uh, song of meditation. And at this time, we are now going to invite our dear sister, Diana, calling in. We welcome you. We praise God. And uh, at this time, the floor is yours for the, uh, the Bible study. Go right ahead, my sister. Remember to press star star to unmute your phone. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. I'm yeah. hearing you, Diane. Oh, hi. Hello. Hi, Andrew. Thank you for that introduction. Let's no problem, turn our eyes upon Jesus. Let's turn our eyes upon Jesus as we get to know him through his word. Let us pray. Eternal God and our Father, 
we just want to thank you for the bread of life. We thank you, Lord, that you kept us through this week and you brought us to see this day, Thursday, into another Bible study. Father, as we study your word, we ask that your Holy Spirit will come upon us and will open up our ears, our hearts, and our eyes so that we can see you, know you, and touch you. May you speak to us individually and collectively today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Our topic of study tonight will be guarding your mind. And my anchor text is going to be Philippians chapter 2. We'll, but before I get into the reading of the word, I have just a couple things that I want to share. Some thoughts. Hello, are you hearing me? Yeah, go ahead. Hello. Okay, yes. It is often said that we are our thoughts. And our thoughts can make us or break us. They can draw us into a committed relationship with Jesus or pull us away from him. Our thoughts can make us sick or can heal us. Our thoughts can make us rich or poor. And I'm not talking about material wealth, but that richness of spirit that gives you that perfect peace, that calm spirit, that even though you are poor, you feel like you're rich. And Napoleon Hill says this, you are the sum total of your most dominant and prominent thoughts. So if you're 90% negative, all your thoughts are 90% negative all the time, you are a negative person. And our mental health is under constant attack and more so now since we are going through this pandemic. There's just so much pressure and everyone is feeling it. We are, most of us are fearful of getting the virus and the crippling effect it has on our family's well-being. And many of us have been impacted by it through the way we have experienced the loss of family members and friends, jobs, and financial support, which are crucial for survival. And the devil is constantly trying to destroy our minds relentlessly, bombarding us with useless side chatter. We must learn how to tune them out by focusing on the main talk, which is the voice of the Holy Spirit. How many times have you found yourself in a room, in a meeting, probably at church or a staff meeting, and there's so much noise that it's so difficult to focus on the speaker. It's impossible to hear. You know, what do you do in situations like that? What if you just purpose in your mind that amidst the noise, you will only focus on one voice and that of the main speaker? The devil wants our mind and he's waging battles over, over our minds. So let us strive to put God at the forefront always, and this Holy Spirit will help us guard our thoughts by filtering the lies that the devil is telling us about ourselves and about others and God. Yeah, most of the things, well, everything that the devil 
is trying to distract us with their lies. And the first lie that he tells us, you know, is about ourselves. Hey, you're not good enough. Nobody wants to be around you. You can't even provide for your family. You're helpless. You're hopeless. You will always be filling the soil. You'll always be cleaning the floor. You will never move from where you are. What did God say about us? And there's a text that this is, I think it's in Psalm 75. There's a text in there that says, promotion cometh not from the east or from the west. It comes from God. So even though you might be the office helper, God can elevate you to the CEO or the president. Okay, well, let me jump into the topic here. And how do we guard our minds? And the first subheading I have here is to plan our days wisely by starting with the word of God and meaningful prayers. And my first text for the evening is coming from Psalm 119, verse 18. And it says, Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Wouldn't it be a great day if the moment we get up in the morning, we would just say, fall on our knees and say to God, open up my eyes and teach me from your word today. How do you want me to live for today? What do you want me to do for you today? And um, I would just like to invite a comment here. When you look at a text like that, Psalm 119, verse 18, what comes to your mind? Anyone? Start, start to unmute your phone. Hi, happy Thursday. Um, This is Sister Candy. Um, Hi, Sister Candy. Hi. (laughs) You know, um, yes, I agree that, um, you know, that we definitely have to guard our thoughts. And when we arise in the morning, if we don't take that opportunity to present ourselves to God and um, ask God what is his direction for us for this day, not even say for the whole day, for this, for the moment that you're on your knees, you know, Mm -hmm. then what that does it sets the tone for the devil to have his way with your thoughts throughout the day because you did not give your thoughts over to the Lord. You didn't allow him to take precedent over your thoughts. So in other words now, Satan says, okay, 
you're wide open to allow me to take advantage of your thoughts. You know, so we definitely have to purpose in our hearts. The minute that we see that sunrise, you know, before we do anything else, we have to bow before the Lord and say, okay, Lord, what is it that thy will is for me today? Take my thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that, that plays a very important part of our Christian walk. And, and without that connection with the Lord, then we're just, we're opening ourselves to whatever Satan has in store um, because he's waiting. He's just waiting and he's waiting for that opportunity to say, okay, she didn't pray. Now I'm going to put in her frontal lobe everything that is going to take her off balance. And before you know it, you know, you're just just all over the place, can't figure out why everything is going wrong. Right. And the Lord, you know, then you have to pray and say, Lord, and he'll bring it to you. You know, you, you didn't give me, you didn't give me any time uh-huh. this morning. You didn't allow me to protect your thoughts. Right. So that's my comment. Thank you. Thank you, Jill. Another way I would look at it. Hello? <clears throat> yes. Yes, I, I I would look at it also another way, and I like that other way my sister just just presented. But and I would also look at it from the point of view of when we get into that quiet time and place with Jesus, mm-hmm. He reveals to us His truth, and as Seventh Day Adventists, we go to church. But at the same time, it does not necessarily mean that we have a personal relationship with Jesus. However, when we spend that quiet time with him, he Mm -hmm. reveals to us the things that we don't even see in his word that we overlook. Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. And, And every time we go before him, every time we go before him, he reveals to us new truth, new truth, you know, and, and, and that's what happens. Each time we go before him, he gives us more food, more food, and more reasons for us to come before him. More reasons to, for us to be excited about coming before him and, 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 just, and just loving him and loving his word. And, and, and I notice with myself that when I have a lot of things to do and I just run to do the stuff that I have to do before committing myself and whatever I have to do to Jesus, my day, as my sister was saying, is so chaotic. Mm-hmm. And whenever I put everything in, into the hands of the Lord, I mean, no matter what I have to do, it flows so smoothly you would never imagine and it's like mm-hmm. a voice is telling you I didn't, I'm not hearing a voice but it's like I'm being directed to do this do that yes. do it mm-hmm. this way you know mm-hmm. and, and it's such it, the day ends with such fulfillment 
So just getting into the word is really, before starting the day, is really a powerful thing. Amen. Amen. Thank you, my sister. That's a beautiful Mm -hmm. comment. And, you know, I just want to add, too, that I, too, struggle with getting up in the morning because the Holy Spirit, you know, is in the habit of getting me up in the wee hours. And there are times when I will get up and pray, and there are times, no, Lord, not now, it's too early, it's just been nice, I can't get up. And the Holy Spirit is waiting for again two hours later, and I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm tired, I don't want to sleep. And the Holy Spirit is waiting for four. And I'm like, no, Lord, I can't get up. Now it's just, no, seriously, get up, get up, get up. And then there, I will sense this urgency that this is it. You have to get up now and pray. And then sometimes I'll get up and I'm up praying until you know, six o'clock, two all hours. And I find that at that time, it's some warfare going on that I need to prepare myself for because there's going to be a battle ahead. Amen. You know, the the ladies struggle with that too. (laughs) So I'm going to move on. And this time I'm going to Psalm 5, verse 1 to 4. And I'm going to read it. This is David, and you referenced David earlier. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditations. Hearten unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For unto thee will I pray. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord, in the morning. Will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up? For thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness. Neither shall evil dwell with you. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight, and thou hatest all workers of iniquity. So here David is teaching us how to direct our thoughts to God in the morning how to intercede with God, you know, wrestling with God, laying everything that is on your heart to God because you know that he is up 24-7 and he's always listening and he wants to have that companionship with us. So his ears are always attuned to his children. So I would like to throw this out whoever want to make a comment at this point on this particular passage of scripture. What are your thoughts about it? Please repeat the scripture again. Please repeat the scripture again. Psalm 5, 1 to 4. I am moving on, and I'm going to Psalm 143, verse 8 to 12. And it starts, Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. 
Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake. For thy righteousness' sake, bring my soul out of trouble. And of thy mercy, cut off mine enemies and destroy all them that afflict my soul, for I am thy servant. So again, David is showing us how to pray and what we should pray for in the morning when we get up. We need to pray for deliverance from our enemy, ask the Lord to hide us, to protect us and to shield us, and to guide our thoughts throughout the day, teach us to do his will, and to lead us into uprightness and quicken our thoughts, spirit of discernment, so that we'll be able to see the danger that lies ahead of us and to keep us out of trouble and protection from the enemy as well, from them that afflict the soul. So there's always something that is going to come up against us, you know, as Christians. And that is why it is so important to spend time in the morning committing ourselves to God and just listening to hear what he has for us, he has and wants us to do for that day. Any thoughts and any comments? Yeah, yes, my sister. Um, I'm I'm looking at um, verse eight. Cause me to hear the mm-hmm. loving kindness in the in the morning, for indeed do I trust. Cause yes. me to know the way wherein I should walk, for I lift up my soul unto thee. So this showing me here that um, David is trusting the Lord continually, and uh, as you rightly said, we mm-hmm. we struggle in the morning, and um, that's the time when the enemy really, you know, um, try to bug us down. Um, if you um, watch the, the history of life, a lot of people died early in the morning. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, and of course, that that is when he's most active. You know, certain um, sins are committed. Um, if you work in law enforcement, you'd know like between um, 2 and 5 o'clock is the best time to catch a criminal. Um, you know, so wow. the, the, the devil is, yes, um, we, we, we learned these things in training. The devil is very, um, um, vigilant at that time. And so, um, and, and, and of course, um, it's also the time when, um, digestion is going on, um, in the body. And so the, the devil tends to, um, work upon the mind of those who are up mm-hmm. and active, you know, mm-hmm. um, doing his, yeah. his will. Yeah, and um, it's for the same mm-hmm. reason um, why he also teaches us in um, the pestilence that fly by day um, in Psalm yes. 91. Yeah, so um, yes. uh, of a truth. You know, it, the, the devil is very active, and if you're a servant of his, then, you know, he'll give you all the strategies that you want you know, um, to, you know, to please him. 
Yeah, so um, it, it, it's it's very it's very important. Um, it's very important that we you know zero into that and realize that that time of the morning, for example, when we get up on the Tuesday morning for the morning manner, that um, um, sleepiness, that drowsiness comes down on you. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and you realize that when you resist that, then you realize you give yes. you strength for the day because um, it's it's the mind. The mind will tell you, oh, Lord, I have yeah. to do this, I have to do that. And, you know, when you be obedient mm-hmm. to the Spirit, you'll be surprised to see how well He gives the strength for the day. Amen. That's right. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Anyone else? Okay, I'm moving on. I am going over to Philippians chapter 2. And I would like to start reading from verse 3. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no repetition and took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. So after we have had that personal time with Jesus, that should change us, change our mindset for the day, the way we talk, the way we treat others. As Paul said, we should be like-minded, having the same love and being of one accord and of one mind. So when we have that fellowship with Jesus, We're going to experience that peace that nothing is going to ruffle us for the day. Yes, things will come upon us, but then we will step back and say, okay, Satan, I know that this is coming from you, and you get behind me. And then the Holy Spirit will speak to you and tell you exactly what to do in that moment. So instead of anger, you will express empathy and show love towards the, the person, you know, who is trying to strive with you. And as you talk about, you know, loneliness in mind, you know, we should be humble and think of others, you know, as being worthy as well instead of thinking, you know, that we are above them. Because in God's eyes, we all are equal you know, respective of status. We are all equal. And the verse that I really, really like is to let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. When we look at Christ, his life was so pure. He was the epitome of love, empathy, understanding, compassion, And I think this is what Paul is saying to us, 
and we are to show unconditional love, empathy, sympathize with those who need it, and forgiveness as well. And I just want to ask, does anyone want to make a comment here? Uh, I hope I'm not too, um, you know. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, Okay. Um, so we want to hear what you have to say. What? You know, but um, you know, sometimes um, you know, we tend to put down each other. Um, but when you look at mm-hmm. verse three, and you know, we we see some people in a certain light, and um, this didn't tell you of anyone's estate, all right? But mm-hmm. um, the only estate it is telling us that we should be like Christ. He said, let nothing be done yes. through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. And, you know, it, it, it is sad because you look at a brother and you say, oh, they don't have this or they don't have that or they're not, they did not have the mm-hmm. attend this college or this university. Yeah, but when, right. but when, you, go, when you go back, it's uh, to verse two. It says, "Fulfill you, my joy, that you be like-minded, having the same yeah. love, being of one accord, of one mind." So it is dealing with oneness, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I I wonder sometimes, and and I'm, I'm tempted because in the past it was easy to do, especially coming from the West Indies. And you know how we treat one another sometimes. No, I'm serious. Um, uh, if you take it as a confession, right? Then it goes on to say mm-hmm. in verse five. Uh, um, before I go to verse five, it says, um, "Look not every man on his own thing, but every man also on the things of others." So the same care, the same um, um, carefulness I would take. Uh, in my business, in my children, in my home, yes, I should have the same mm-hmm. mind toward my brothers and sisters, right? Then he goes on to say, you know, <laughs> who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. So it's bringing us up higher, you know, it's bringing us yes. higher. And he said, nothing be done through strife. Or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. How, how often, you know, do we do this? Is, is, is it easy? And uh, this is something that we should have seek. Because um, yeah. when, 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 <laughs> sorry, I, I, I don't want to jump in. When you go to verse 21 and you said, seek, um, yeah. seek not their own. Not the things, uh, sorry, for all seek their own, not things which are mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So, you know, that means you're gone contrary to. Yes. You understand? You're gone contrary to. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's a task. It's something that needs sacrifice where we have to pray and get to the place, especially in time like this, when Jesus is soon to return so that we can be of one mind. We have one accord, right? And to be like-minded. And you know, no, notice he said, um, he, and I'm, I'm reversing because this is what you're doing. You fulfill my joy. That's what Christ is saying. 
you fulfill my joy when you do yeah. these things. Amen. Right. <laughs> you know, and, you know, my brother, it's an individual thing. Amen. And as we spend more time with Christ, we will the mo- we'll become more like him. Because we cannot go in the presence of Christ and get up every day and spend time with him and we haven't changed one bit. Sorry, um, I, I, I agree with you, it's an individual thing, but it's also uh, become a collective thing um, with the body of Christ. Because, um, yes. you know, this yes. is what is required of all of us. So um, for us to be um, yes. like-minded, uh, having one mind, of mm-hmm. one accord, it is telling us that we um, need to strive towards this. But, of course, it's an individual thing that, you know, I need to get to that um, to that state you need to get to that state. So it's something we strive towards. And that is what I'm encouraging. Right. And then again, too, you know, this just came to my thought. The Holy Spirit brings me that the body is made up of individuals and it takes one spark to get the fire going. Somebody, you know, you look at Sister Brown and say, oh, Sister Brown is really a Christian woman and I want to be like her. Sister Brown, you know, why are you like, how is it you have so much joy? And then Sister Brown will share with you, oh, you know, I find that I'm reading more, I'm spending more time with the Lord, and this is what the Holy Spirit is teaching me, and, you know, so forth and so forth. So sometimes it takes just one person, you know, to bring about changes. Yes, and on the other hand, that is what Sister Brown should be doing to towards the brethren when she finds herself at that um, at that level you know, to, to, to motivate. For example, you guys as the host, you know, could have kept, you know, mm-hmm. this um this ministry to yourself, to your family. But you know, you make it everyone right. um prerogative by taking it and, you know, um this this is very powerful and you know and I, I hope, you know, everyone is taking note as you try to throw this out there. Amen. 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 And I am going to move on because I think this is important too. But I'm going to bring it in. And self-care. We should take time, you know, to care for ourselves. You know, after you have your worship, you take a shower or a bath and groom your hair, brush your teeth and plan a healthy meal. Because, you know, in 1 Corinthians 6 verse 9, it says, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. So since our bodies are God's temple, we need to take care of our body. So we can't be getting up and praying at the same time we are going around looking like the world is upon our shoulder. We are unkempt and, or, you know, we, I mean, that doesn't sit well with others who are watching us. And then I have another verse here that says, Second Samuel 12, verse 20. Then David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his apparel and came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he came to his own house, and when he required, they set bread before him, and he did eat. So that's 
those were the two scriptures I found on self-care. And I have a little note here that I want to read. And self-care is important. And it is the first step in defeating depression. When we take time to care for ourselves, we are loving ourselves. And when we love ourselves, it is harder for us to become depressed. We often... We open up ourselves to accept God's love and also love from our families and friends. It increases our faith and trust in God. And it also empowers us to expect great things from God in answers to our prayers. It also helps us to feel good about ourselves. And when we show up looking good, we... You know, it brings light into the life of others and keep the darkness away. Um, do you know that one of the evidence of depression is the lack of self-care? When somebody is, is um, depressed, they are going to totally ignore themselves. And that's how, you know, you can tell that something is wrong with your family member. And... You know, it's because you stop caring for yourself because you don't love yourself anymore. So you find it so difficult to take care of you. And many of us, you know, secretly struggle with depression. And it is so important to know that God can heal you. You don't even have to believe it. Just spend the quality time with God and the Holy Spirit will direct your thoughts towards the healing because healing comes from God. And I'm going to throw this out. Does anyone have any comments that they want to make on this about self-care? I am sure that, you know, we all know people who struggle with depression. And it's a big problem, too, in our churches. Okay, since no one... Hello? Yes, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Hi. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, talk about self-care. I think it is important. And um, on one spectrum, we have those that are selfish. (laughs) And then on another spectrum, you have those who love to give, give, give. More so on a mother, I would say, in a mother's perspective, they um, uh-huh. give, give, give to the children until it's uh-huh. uh, until it, it's almost like I don't want to say they have, as people would say, they have no life or time for them, themselves. Uh-huh. But another, a uh-huh. lot of the times, I see, um, you know, peoples who would give and give and give, which is good. But we also have to give and mm-hmm. make sure we have some for ourselves, whether it be um, time. You know, to me, time is like money. is just as equivalent yes. as money. And you could look at it as right. where, you know, once time is gone and it's spent, it's gone. And that's it. Like, like this COVID time, mm-hmm. it's a lot of time for self-care if you're isolated. You know, you can work on your relationship with the Lord because it's the Lord that created us, the mind and everything. And 
you know, we meditate and we gain counsel and knowledge of the Lord or mm-hmm. even your, your physical body, your physical health, you know, one's maybe working on their immune system just for like a quick throw out there or maybe their uh, career path from our, you know, reanalyzing or their financial plan, self-care, you know, right. I think self-care for me personally, I would think I don't, I don't want to work paycheck to paycheck. I would love to work full time for the Lord in something I love to do. Yes. So that's times mm-hmm. where in a way or fashion, you could say self-care, but you know, towards my love for the Lord. So I definitely want to entertain that topic. Thank you, sis, sister Diana. Thank you too. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. This is Brother Andrews. Huh? Hello? That's Brother Sean. No. Brother Sean, oh, sorry. Brother Sean. Yes. Oh. <laughs> no problem. Thank you, Brother Sean. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think, you know, we have come to the end of our Bible study for this evening, and I just want to share a brief if, if, testimony. If I may, if I may before yes. you come, conclude. Um, I, I, I oh, like sure. what Brother Sean said there, but um, what I'm interpreting from you is that, um, you know, what you're saying that we need to put ourselves together, you know, as representative of the Lord. But um, there's yes. a lot of contrast there for me because I look at John in the wilderness in, you know, just that one suit and um, the, the story about Jesus that he didn't have much raiment. Fact of the matter, sometimes mm-hmm. his um, his rich would have given him stuff, and um, I look yeah. at when he sent the disciples, they said they should neither take staves, nor money, or you know, change of clothes, you know, and mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm I'm looking at that, and as Brother Sean rightly mentioned, the time of COVID, we don't know what's the next step because Sister White said, um, you know, the 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 events that will be happening in these last days will be rapid ones. And, um, you know, I, I was watching a, a preparation video by one of our um, evangelists and pastor sometime, and it's sort of crucial. However, um, while we have the opportunity, and I think that's what you're saying, you know, we should do our endeavor best to look our best to go out and, and, and representing the Lord. But I just want to share this um, brief story, uh, you know, um, my workplace Today, I, you know, I was cashing out some members and um, <laughs> I saw this mother came up and, you know, she brought two um, nice suit Adidas, you know, outfits for her son. I think he was about five or uh, something like that. I think I think he, he asked mm-hmm. me to guess his age. He told me he was five and <laughs> he said, but well, he didn't tell me years. And I said, you know, I'm at, at 60 to that. <laughs> Anyway, um, that was just the joke we had. We had, but you know, um, what 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 um impresses me is that she she bought a a, a black suit, same Adidas, you know, mm-hmm. just different color and and a blue, and she said, um, do you love the blue? Because uh, it, it appears, you know, from a mother's instinct, she understands her child. And then you know, I, said, I don't know which one to choose. Then she. I don't know which one to choose, you know, that that is very um, emphatical in that. And um, she said, you can have both, but do you love both? Are you going to wear it? 
you know so right there and um, we're in education where it is telling us to to teach our children get a stand at these young age because of course whatever she inculcating his mind now that is what he's always going to live in the future so the mother is and you know um both are yours <laughs> you know uh, um you know and you know what? He was there not helping his mother. And the moment you could see the glee and he put on, you know, what you would call that happy dance. And he was there helping his mother. And, you know, I was really impressed, you know, by that. You know, I just thought I would just share that story um, before you continue. Thank you. <laughs> There's a lot of wisdom. Yeah. You know, by self care, I was primarily referring to good hygiene and healthy nutrition. Yes, and I want to share, you know, a quick testimony where depression is concerned. You know, I struggled with depression for most of my life. I struggled with it. But I had a way of dealing with it. And my way of dealing with it was, you know, I had this rage and it would fuel me to accomplish many big things, and that was my reward. And also, you know, I was earning good money, so I could buy myself whatever I want. So it helps me to be, I was going to shop in spree, and I felt better. Then I migrated to another country. And the moment I got there, I started living like a tourist. And in no time, my money was gone like the prodigal son. Then I found a job which was not enough to take care of my basic needs, but it take care of my shelter and uh, some important bills. And I remember I woke up one January morning and I had like a dollar to my name. And the fact that I didn't have money, my power was gone, I completely lost it. It was a Sabbath morning, too, and I think it was the 1st of January that year. And I just hear voices talking to me and telling me, you need to start breaking everything here. Just, why don't you break that glass over there? Why don't you break this? Why don't you break that? And I heard this still small voice telling me that I should go to church. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to church. It was two voices speaking to me. And then, you know... So it was the Holy Spirit and the devil. The Holy Spirit was saying to me, if you start breaking glasses in this house, you're going to be in big trouble because this is a very expensive neighborhood and you wouldn't be able to pay this off and blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. I got dressed and it was 20 minutes to church and I decided that morning I was going to walk it to church and just let the cold wash all over me. I walked to church that morning and when I got into church, Normally, I was a backbencher at that time, but it's like somebody led me up to the front seat of the church. And when I arrived at church that Sabbath morning, I started crying, weeping. I never cried in church, and I was just weeping that morning, nonstop. And then the pastor, he was on the rostrum, and he recognized what was going on. He said, somebody here is sad today. 
and he asked the virgin to just extend the song service. And he said, Lord, I don't know what is wrong, but you know what is going on. And the Holy Spirit was just working because no one came to me. And I'm happy that no one did because I probably would have gotten hysterical. And I cried all the way through the service. And when the service was over, my tears miraculously dried up. And I got up and I walked back home. And when I stood in the um, center of the aisle, my friend, you know, she was there with her family. And she stood up to talk to me and I, you know, I just walked on because I didn't want to talk to anybody because I knew that something happened to me and I didn't know what it was. And would you believe it? When I, you know, when I spoke to her later on that day, she said to me, Diana, my husband saw you when you walk into church this morning and he said to me, something is wrong with her and you better go and talk to her. But she said she was busy with the kids and she didn't bother to, and I'm happy she didn't. So the Lord healed me of my depression that day. And it has been like almost 20 years, and I have not been depressed since. So I know that God heals. And to end this Bible study, I just want to encourage you all to continue to read the Word of God and to let the Holy Spirit speak to you through God's Holy Word. He wants to talk to us individually. And, you know, I mean, he just wants to show us great and marvelous things that we don't know. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this time that we spent tonight studying your Word. And we pray, O God, that your Holy Spirit will place these words into our thoughts, Heavenly Father. May we meditate on them, O God, and may we strive to be better Christians, to spend more time with you, Lord, to commit the wee hours, the start of our day to you, to be better wives, husbands, to be better friends, Lord, and to treat each other just the way we would treat family, Lord, because as Christians, we all are part of the family of God. Lord, we want to thank you. Watch over us, Lord. Protect us and our families from evil and guide us into your everlasting truth and righteousness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Good night, everyone. May God bless you and keep you. And watch over you and your family. Amen. Thank you, Sister Diana, for that powerful Bible study. You know, we had a great time tonight. We definitely were in the Word. You know, the Word is what heals, and the Holy Spirit truly has touched down and helped us. And in terms of guarding our mind, in terms of how we ought to be careful and analyze how, you know, when we when these things come to us, you know, God is, even though we, we tend to let go of God, he will never let go of us. So we give God thanks for that right. and for the powerful testimony. Mercy. Thank you, Sister Diana, for 
sharing how the Holy Welcome. Spirit works in your life. Amen. And without further ado, Amen. brethren, as we um, are coming to an end, um, for those who are just coming online, we do, if you have missed this powerful uh, session here with our dear sister, it will be posted online on our website, Fun to Christ. Just click audio and it will be uploaded soon on our recent podcast. And um, we also have our Friday morning uh, sessions, worship, where we share our testimonies, where we have a short word, and where we will be taking prayer requests tonight. We are just doing Bible study, and every other week we'll, we'll be doing praise, testifying, and um, prayer intercession. So we give God thanks, and for those who chimed in during the Bible study today, we appreciate you and thank you for your comments, for your thoughts, and that's what it's all about, God's people coming together, you know, sharpening one another and showing each other, you know, how can we go forward um, in, in certain situations when it comes to different, um, different problems, because uh, we all... We're all part of the body of Christ, whether it be the hand, whether it be the elbow, we're all in it together and we can't do it without each other. So as the Holy Spirit leads, um, I definitely want to wish everyone a great night and a great sleep. Uh, I pray that you guys are definitely being careful during these times. We, we, as we know, a lot is going on, but at the end of the day, brethren, just keep your eyes upon Jesus. So this is your host, Brother Sean, and we are now signing off. And what does it take to be free? May you guys have a great night, and we give God thanks and praises, and I pray the angels of the Lord will abide in your homes tonight. Amen. Have a great night, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.